Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. Part of our uh, parenting objective is to uh, teach our children about the truth that as humans, we are created for relationship. We tell them that they, um, first and foremost, are created to have a relationship with their creator, uh, a relationship with God. The uh, first of the uh, two greatest commandments, um, Jesus said, is to love God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. This is the um, most important. We emphasize to them that their um, relationship with God precedes all other relationships. Then, of course, we tell them about the second of the greatest commandment, loving others as themselves. It is important that um, they too must be concerned with the lives of others. As God, has, as God has created us to be in a relationship with Him, we are also created to be in a relationship with others, to be connected uh, with others, to sympathize when necessary, with the condition of others and uh, show compassion by helping others as much as we could. Good works must be the mark of every Christian. We tell, the, we tell our children that good works must be the output, the result, the manifestation of the fact that one is a believer of Christ. Doing good works is not the ticket to salvation. I just want to make it clear. Faith in Christ is the only way to be saved. But after the fact that one has been saved already, doing good works is the natural output. So the good deeds of a true Christian are not the means by which that person is saved, but a fruit of that salvation. Salvation is evidenced by good works. One of the crucial things that we teach our children about good works is that they must do it primarily for the glory of God. In terms of charity, of course, the, the person being helped primarily receives the benefit resulting from the good deeds. But we teach our children to be on guard not to conceitedly claim credit for their good deeds. We tell them that God must get the glory. Well, I know this is a bit tricky because in most cases, the person extending help gets the recognition and credit for the charity done. But we tell them, we tell our children that as Christians, this should not be the case. Whatever good deeds they intend to do must always redound to the glory of God. God should get all the credit. Not them, not even us, their parents, but God. In the first place, whatever capability one has that affords him or her to help others came from the Lord. Truth is, no one can really boast about anything in this life. It is God's providence that gives a person with the opportunity and capability to do good works. 
And so to begin with, everything that we are able to do and capable to do, we are capable of doing, came from God. Hence, it is difficult to understand how any of us can get credit for any of our good works when in fact, um, everything came from God, both our resources and our strength. And so we tell our children that whatever help they extend to others, they have to be on guard not to let any recognition get in their head. We tell them that in their hearts and minds, they must attribute the glory to God, for He alone gave them the strength and the resources, whatever that may be, to help others. The other thing that we tell them is that as far as practicable and possible, help in secret. If it is possible, help in secret. Help discreetly. We tell them that it is not necessary to let the recipient of the help know that they are the ones giving it. If it is if it is not possible, then at least do not go on showing it publicly. We tell them that even if it if let us say their motives may be pure, there is a danger and temptation to get the credit and praises of men and deprive the one who really deserves all the credit. God. Now, I am not saying this to cast judgment over those who do not mind going public with their charity works. I mean, I cannot see their heart, which makes me unable to tell their motives as well. At the end of the day, it is something that is between them and the Lord. However, insofar as my parenting duties towards my children are concerned, uh, my wife and I would rather teach our teach teach our children to help in secret as much as possible. Our current culture promotes and encourages uh, getting as much applause and approval from others. Social media posts reactions uh, is becoming an obsession <laughs> among many nowadays. Just to be clear, I also have social media accounts and. I also have posts that gets like, that is pretty obvious. <laughs> but you see, I have to guard myself from being too consumed and agitated to get as many reactions from any of my social media posts. And when you have this platform that allows one to publicly um, see or uh, show their charity or the good deeds done, the temptation to show off has never been strong. Again, this is not to cast judgment on anyone. I just find it imperative to raise our children in a way that they will not become show-offs. My wife and I want our children to grow up humble, striving for God's approval rather than the praises of men. In uh, Matthew 6, chapter 6, verses 1 to 4, Jesus teaches us this. He said, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you that they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not left do not let your left hand know what is your what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. 
We can see here a pattern of how we ought to practice righteousness in a manner that truly pleases not ourselves but God. Jesus teaches us that a true believer would rather have the approval of God rather than man. When one gets the applause and praises from others, that is already the reward for the good works done. But the righteous acts, the good deeds done in secret, will be rewarded by God for He alone knows about it. A true believer will not practice charity for the purpose of being recognized and uh, drawing attention to himself. As I've said, apart from the common grace of God, none of us are capable of practicing good deeds. A true follower of Christ will always be mindful of this truth. Thus, if everything belongs to the Lord, what is there to boast about? How can we claim that our good deeds in the final analysis is ours when all the earth and the fullness thereof belongs to the Lord? Are we, are we not ought to really help others because we do not really own anything in this world? You see, we are mere passers-by passers in this life and stewards of what belongs to the Lord in the first place. Hence, when we practice charity, it is just giving back what already belongs to God. Well, if that is the case, how can we claim recognition for those deeds? Can we have a good reason to draw attention to ourselves when God should be the one praised for those deeds? Can we be consumed getting the praises of others and at the same time claim that we help out of pure motives, out of pure love for God and for others without any claim of conceit? Humility is one of the characteristics that we want our children to develop. Personally, I have my own struggles with it while growing up. Even until today, the temptation to be proud remains. If not for the grace of God, pride and boasting can become my lifestyle. This is something that we want our children to learn. Pride leads to downfall. The Bible teaches us this. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Relative to this, we want our children to learn not to make it their life's preoccupation living for the approval of others primarily. When the opportunity arises to do charity, to give help to others, we tell them that it is no longer necessary to um, publicize it. <laughs> We tell them to seek God's approval and God's reward rather than the applause of men. To summarize it in one statement, I will just reiterate what Jesus said. Do not let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. We want our children to grow up pleasing God. And I know for many of us, that is also what we want for our children, right? <laughs> and if in the process of pleasing God, others approved of it as well, uh, well, then and good. So the credit goes back to God himself. At the end of the day, the motive of one's heart is tested when the deeds are done in secret. When God is the only witness, and consequently, God will be the rewarder. 
So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.